0: This is Hey Change, a podcast brought to you by me, Anne Therese, a model activist and co-founder of Role Models Management, an ethical talent agency on a mission to disrupt the industry and change the way we think about fashion, beauty, and society as a whole. I'm here to bring you inspiring changemakers and new ideas on how we can live our lives in more sustainable, healthy, and compassionate ways. So, with that said, are you ready to jump on board the wave of change? Hey and welcome back. Today I have another awesome person lined up for you and her name is Britt and I first met Britt when we were uh, planning a, a trip down to DC with the Model Mafia group here in New York and we were going down to DC to march for climate change and Britt and I ended up at the same table and also made a sign together that said the oceans are rising so are we. So we spent a day in DC together marching in this hot humid weather in April speaking up for climate change and it really brought us closer together and we realized that we have a lot of things in common. So we stayed friends and of course I knew I wanted to have Brit on board on hate change because she's just so inspiring in very in many ways. And just to give you a background of who she is, Brit Bergmeister is an international model from Canada and also the co founder of ODM ODC, which stands for off-duty model, on-duty citizen. And with a background in fashion and a newfound obsession with sustainability, she combined her two passions into a company that aims to bring more sustainability to the fashion world. And ODMODC is a brand and a website that shows you how to get that off-duty model look sustainably and with classic staples that never go out of style. And um, when she's not modeling or building her new company, Brit enjoys watching and playing basketball. And of course, frequent visit to all of New York's quirky and cozy coffee shops with friends. She's an avid traveler with an obsession for all things Japanese because she grew up in Tokyo, and like I said, also a close friend of mine. So, without further ado, this is Britt Bergmeister. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm in Britt's apartment in the financial district.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we just devoured a really Delicious
1: big meal. Yeah big plate of salad really? and you know what's funny is it wasn't even that big for me <laughs> really no it was big but I'm yeah that was that was really good though I, I usually
0: eat more I just been sick lately so I feel like yeah um yeah I can devour food. delicious regardless yeah it Very was like good. a lot of yeah tofu and sweet potatoes yeah. and mix of Toffee. best stuff yes so. yeah. um that's not what we were here to talk about but you can always start a conversation with food, Mm -hmm. uh, which is going to lead me to the next question,
1: Mm -hmm. are you ready for it? Yeah. Yeah. If you were a spice, which one would you be and why? So I cook with a lot of spices. I love um, garlic and um, ginger, salt and pepper, obviously, Um, but I think personality-wise, well, I love cinnamon. I put it on. I can't have my coffee or my oats in the morning without it. Coffee? Uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of it, too. <laughs> so you pour it um, in? in the, mm-hmm. don, like Just on, top. on I'll, top. But I'll put a lot of it on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I'd be cinnamon. Um, it's kind of sweet, a little spicy. I guess kind of a mix of my whole personality, if that makes any sense. So
0: It's actually funny because so far, people have said mainly cinnamon and cayenne. Mm, I'm like yeah. wondering, am I like keep, do I keep interviewing the same kind of
1: people? Or I mean, it might it's be. It's definitely a like-minded group. You probably have as your mm. friend group and your um, connections and whatnot. But those are two easy ones. You know, I mean, I no guess, one's uh, gonna say like oh, time you know. or <laughs> garlic, oregano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love garlic, but I don't know if I, I want to be the garlic. Thinking, yeah. <laughs> um, Fair but point. Those are yeah. I guess cayenne's kind of nice too. Mm-hmm. I you're that's you right? You're cayenne. cayenne. I like cinnamon though. Yeah, yeah. I like both spice a little. Cinnamon's a little yeah. sweet too, which is nice. And you do this,
0: like you say you attract like many people. So maybe I'm just hanging out with the same kind of squad. Yeah, would it be a nice too. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so Britt, tell us something cool about yourself.
1: Um, let's see. <laughs> Everyone probably knows this because I call myself a Japanophile, which means someone who is obsessed i think it's an actual word i didn't just say it's it a up. word <laughs> okay. it's actually nihonophile which is in japanese but um that's someone who obsess is obsessed with japanese culture and all things japanese and since i grew up there um i do speak a little bit of japanese so that's kind of my say hidden something. talent konnichiwa uh watashi no wa desu. Douzo um, that's just Hi, I'm Britt. Nice to meet you. Wow, well, um, that's cool. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's the but, but again, everyone knows that because I like talk about Japan all the time. So it's probably not that um, you know. Secret well, if anyone life.
0: doesn't know you, it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, Half Japanese. No, I'm not. So even wait, on. you grew up there? How, how old were you when you moved? I was
1: 12 to 18. I was there oh. for my dad's job. We all moved over there. Awesome. That's yeah. a country I always wanted to go to. Oh, it's it's insane. I just mm-hmm. went back actually for the first time in five years and. I felt like I was right back at home. It's it's organized chaos. The people are so nice. It's crazy, but it all... There's a nice flow to it there. The society and the culture, the food, everything about it is, like, incredible. You should definitely go.
0: So what do you think is the biggest difference from, like, the Western world?
1: Oh, man. I mean, I think they're, like, 10 years technologically advanced. Oh, For really? sure. Yeah. I mean, they have, like... When I was there, when I was 12, they had, like, hot coffee in the vending machines and... Uh, I mean, you can get anything in a vending machine. You can get men's t-shirts and razors and cigarettes. and um, So I think in that respect, there it's really different, but it's just so foreign, too. Is it like an antisocial movement?
0: Like, people just don't want to interact with people, so you can get anything in a vending machine?
1: I mean, that that might make sense. I don't, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I'm just it's making just, assumptions. It's just I'm not... super convenient. Everything mm-hmm. is, like, super convenient there. But it's also hard because they don't speak a lot of English, mm-hmm. we are definitely isolated. We, You know, we. the reason I'm probably not fluent in Japanese is because I went to an American school, all our friends are English, so in that regard, it's not as welcoming, I guess, because mm-hmm. they're very, like, protective of their culture. Def- definitely. Cool, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, that was
0: something cool, definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, and you are a model, which I is why I'm talking to you. Not why I am. I'm talking to you, but how we know each other. Yeah. And you're currently signed with next mm-hmm. worldwide yep. and um, I know that some of your recent clients include like Urban
1: Outfitters and mm-hmm. Estee mm-hmm. uh, so tell us a little bit how is it like being a model? um it's awesome I mean I've been pursuing I wanted to be a model ever since I was 13 I went into the agency every year in Toronto my mother agent Elmer Olsen and he wouldn't sign me until I moved back to from Tokyo um, and finished high school, which at the time annoyed the crap out of me, but mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that I was able to like finish high school. I did a, uni- a year of university, um, and then I think that really helped me. You know, I'm a sensitive person. I think if I were to start at even younger than 18, it would have been really hard for me. Um, but now, I moved to New York shortly after I signed with Elmer, and it's been amazing. I've been able to travel to like so many different countries, that I wouldn't have ever been to before um, and it's just it's a really cool creative process making art and fashion with like mm. a different group of people and coming together and it's such a collaborative effort and I like to that it's always different. I don't go in and work with the same people. I think I'd go crazy. Yeah, it's nice to like work with new people every day. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I've been doing it Five, five years in New York, full time, and then uh, another year on top of that in Toronto. So I think it's interesting that you're bringing up the fact
0: that you were older, that you really wanted to become a model at a young oh, age. Oh, because yeah. I think a lot of teenagers are stressing the fact, that, oh, I need to go right now, not yeah. realizing they're not fully developed yet, and like not like even mentally. like I remember I had a dream when I was like 13.
1: yeah Thank
0: God I was actually 24 when I became a model because I have a whole new outlook on Such life and outlook. the world and everything. And I think it's easy
1: to get consumed by the industry oh for sure I mean it's still very difficult for me um, but I think having waited a bit um, also I stress you know professionalism that's how I want to get re- I want to get rebooked I show up early I I'm very well rested the night before I take care of my body and my skin um, maybe I wouldn't have had those priorities if I started right. early I want to be the girl that people want to rebook and want to mm-hmm. work with and they know That working with me is gonna be an easy job. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of um, how I went into it later on. I'm like, okay, I'm starting later, but I'm not gonna be the new face that they have to hold their hand, hold my hand for a while. And I think um. it's
0: really important to say this. If anyone who's listening it wants to become a model, mm-hmm. it's easy to think that someone is going to just discover you and then pick you up and do everything for you. But as a model, most of the times you're just completely on your own. Totally, you're yeah. being sent to castings on your yeah. own. And yeah. You have to become your own brand and know mm-hmm. how to represent yourself. Like every day becomes a job interview you because exactly. you have to show up looking great and yeah. giving a great smile. Yeah good personality mm-hmm. and be professional exactly and that's actually a big part of the job because if you don't you're not going to get booked there's so many gorgeous
1: so people many, on this planet yeah, it's such a competitive yeah industry so if you can like do your part in showing up so they don't have to worry about you know if you're gonna be hung over or whatever you right. know i've never been hung over for a job so that's kind of um how i go about it and how i hope to strive for longevity with it mm-hmm. um, and keep going as long as i can great
0: <laughs> yeah. and i mean again I don't know how models back in the days did it, because I know it's been changing a lot. Like, every time I meet any model on set, they're always, like, eating a lot of food and taking care of themselves, sleeping well. Yeah. I think what I've heard, there used to be a time where, you know, it was, like, parties and starving yourself. Like, it's a very exhausting job in itself. Uh, I did not know
1: how they did it. I know. You know, it's... I mean, there's still girls like that, and granted, I say, you know, people want to work with girls who are professional, but sometimes those badass girls who do Whatever they want, that's a cool look, too, and they'll Mm -hmm. get booked for that. But you just can't compare yourself to anyone, right? You have to believe in your own values and trust the process and know that you're gonna get booked for a reason exactly, you know, whoever fits you better, yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah, awesome. Um, and people keep talking about how like how bad the modeling industry can be, yeah, and I think we we don't have to dip into that because it's just been (laughs) so overwhelming in media and stuff. So please tell us something awesome that this job has taught you that you can Um, be very grateful for
1: all right so obviously it can be very tough on your well-being i've had many a few breakdowns but it gives you thicker skin i mean we're thrown out into a world into the world at such a young age even 18 like i was financially independent at 18 that's a lot younger than i would have been if Mm -hmm. i stayed in school um but i know how to do my taxes and i've say i save way over half my money. I have investments. So I think it's cool that modeling enables you to get a better street smart um, and you learn how to interact with people. I think I'm really well rounded in that respect. Maybe, um, you know, I did leave school early, so sometimes I feel like a little dumb or whatever in front of my friends who stayed in school. But a lot of them don't even know if what they went to school for is what they want to do full time. So I think... I use my opportunity as a model um, while I'm young. I'm going to do it as long as I can. It's built, um, it's given me a lot of thick, it's given me thicker skin and it's taught me so many lessons that I don't think I would have learned right away or as soon as I did. It's um, like the school of life. Yeah, right. yeah. You're just thrown out there and you're kind of. Um, have you,
0: got, you have to make it
1: happen. You have to make it happen for sure. Great, yeah. and since you're tapping into the next part of your life, mm-hmm. I know
0: you are more than just a gorgeous face, <laughs> Thank you. and that you recently started your own
1: business, which is ODM ODC. I'm finally starting to get it yes. right. Yes, <laughs> it's hard. It's uh, that's what's so frustrating with trademarking is ODM's oh, no. taken, ODC's taken. Mm-hmm. It's so, all taken. So we had to What does look- it stand for? Alright, so um, ODM, ODC, it stands for Off Duty Model, On Duty Citizen, and this is kind of my way of taking what I've learned from modeling and transforming that into something positive. So, you know, after five years of modeling in New York, I still love what I do, but it was beginning to feel just a little bit unfulfilling. You know, like I had girls messaging me on my inbox a lot, um, girls who want to model. They're like, oh, you're so pretty, what do you? what's your workout routine, what do you eat, you're so thin. I'm like, oh, if there's another way they could look up to me, like, I don't want them to, you know, starve themselves or think they have to do that or whatever. So, you know, it started, um, I did an online course in nutrition, so I got really into health food eating and um, helping girls with that, but then slowly it transitioned into um, a new passion for sustainability, just once I started learning more about it. I was like, oh, this is this is a cool thing. This is what where I can take what I've learned in modeling and make a company and do something positive for that, for girls, for our industry, um, for my peers. So with my mom, we started ODM, ODC, Off-Duty Model on UD Citizen. Um, and I it's, love it, by the way. I think it's, thank you. Yeah, it's, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. It, once you get it, it, mm-hmm. it, clicks. it clicks. It just takes a little time. But um, it's a sustainable website and blog to help women achieve this model off-duty look. So whatever you and I wear when we're just walking down the street, blue jeans, black tank top, it's kind of the simple stylish basics that never really go out of style. So we sell clothes from ethical companies that have this off-duty look. Um, And in addition, there's a blog where I talk about all facets of my off-duty life. So there's I blog about sustainability and fashion, health and wellness, nutrition again. and then I showcase my model friends, like mm-hmm. like you, what you're up to, um, what the ODMs, so what you're doing when you're off duty um, that you're passionate about beyond modeling, because I think it's such a cool network we have, and there's so many girls doing other cool projects that are really motivating, so I want to share that and just show we're not these pretty little faces that, mm-hmm. um, you know... They're the questions that we don't get asked. Right. So instead of what that we want to speak, do, and just like please just ask that yeah, one question, I, I can share ask it. Ask me what I'm passionate about, or um, exactly. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where it's at right now. And I think that to just
0: sway off from the script or whatever yep. we're talking yep. about, I love the fact, and I think that's what I'm trying to do too with my podcast. Is mm-hmm. all that zero sum game about like winning and losing, and you know you can, not you know I need to be the one who's taking over the scene. Yeah, that's so like way behind like yeah. i think today especially women we want to empower each other and like bring each other up totally like oh you're doing such cool things like you might even be similar to what i'm doing
1: exactly but it's,
0: like instead of like putting each other down how can we help each other shine and grow instead and totally. become a community of like really go-getters and, yeah you know. and a
1: lot of us have a, a bigger platform than i might have you know so we can use that to like spread even mo- more awareness and i'm aware so many other people are doing sustainable basics and trying to sell that, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm, my little niche is the off-duty look, and then there's so much room though, especially for sustainability, that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if 10 people are doing the same thing, it all needs to be done sustainably, so that's how, um, that's how I justify. We all need to
0: push this movement.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So how, how does it, um,
0: how is it that you first came into, like, the whole sustainable conscious fashion, like, when did it click for you?
1: Yeah, that, that was kind of funny, so... My mom, my business partner, is an insomniac. She's just always thinking of cool new projects to do. She made an app for models to track their finances. She's always uh, coming up with these projects for me. So she came up with an idea for a model off-duty look. We were going to call it mod. um, Was not going to be sustainable. I didn't even know what sustainable was. This Mm -hmm. was a couple years ago. Um, And we had a factory in China who could produce our own line of basics. And we were going with it, and then, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks after, we kind of conceptualized everything. Cameron Russell, our model activist friend, had a little get-together of models um, in New York, and just to kind of, it was a safe space for us to talk about the industry, maybe stuff outside the industry, what we're passionate about. What she was sharing with us um, was how dirty fashion is, and her way of um, combating that was using her powerful following she has and talking about it and sharing what she knew about sustainability and fashion. I had no idea fashion was the second dirtiest industry mm-hmm. after oil. It's mind blowing. Oh my gosh. It was just like okay, I cannot and I will not let myself do this company unsustainably. This is my way and that's kind of how it came into the more fulfilling aspect as well. This is my way of um, using what I've learned in fashion, what I continue to learn in fashion, and doing something positive with that. Um, So that being said, sustainability is relatively new to me. You know, I launched this company this past January, um, and prior to that, the year before, I I couldn't even tell you the difference between sustainable and ethical fashion, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was crazy learning curve and it still is and I learn more and more about it each day but if I didn't start and I didn't do it when I did I would never have launched you know and I think it's important to um, share what I'm learning along the way let everyone know I'm not perfect Mm -hmm. I'm not um, a sustainability expert but I'm doing what I can and like here's how you can do what you can as well I think we talked about this before mm-hmm, because mm-hmm.
0: I feel the same way when I first became vegan. Um, I still I was still learning as I yeah. was like, you know, trying to make this movement or like inspiring other people as well. And then I realized, oh wait, wait a second, I'm eating right, but what about the clothes I'm wearing? Like it's always a constant learning. So much on, so you know, we're just acquiring new skill sets and also being like open to the fact that there are different ways of being and exactly. there's so many things still that I don't know about. But that doesn't mean that we have to wait until we know it all to start.
1: Yeah, you, you can't know everything. You also right. can't um, get down on your peers for not living like you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll try and get my friends to recycle or buy sustainably, but they're not going to do it exactly how I do it. Right. But um, it's just baby steps, exactly. you know, and being transparent about it all throughout the whole and process. And I think that's so
0: important to remember for anyone wanting to make, you know, improvements in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to exactly. be perfect, yeah. and you don't even have like share your story and say like I don't do it perfectly but at least I'm trying and do what I can on my end yeah. Yeah. and like you even start a company a sustainable company <laughs> and you're like I just found out about this but you know I, I'm not going to accept the, the way the world is and I'm going to change it and this exactly. is how I'm going to do it well,
1: that, and that's why I was kind of nervous about it I was like oh god everyone's going to call me out um, call me out early on like, what, you're wearing a leather jacket. What the hell, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm wearing a leather jacket, but I've had it for, like, ten years. It's my favorite leather jacket. Right. So, <laughs> screw off. But, um, no, it's, it's – if I did – like I said, if I didn't do it when I did, I'd always be waiting for the perfect moment mm-hmm. to, like, launch it. And that being said, it still wouldn't have been launched if I was waiting for that. I'm still right. learning so much. But it's all about – surrounding yourself with like-minded people getting yourself out there um networking is so helpful um and just being open to learning new things and sometimes also just
0: speak up yeah you know? exactly not be afraid of the fact that me saying this right now is going to put me like in that weirder position like yeah. i'm, I'm going to be different than other people yeah but if no one is ever different how can we ever make We're not any gonna, change exactly so and I, I think most of the time people are like in awe and like inspired by the fact that someone can be different so we just have to make that bold move
1: exactly to, yeah. to just
0: do it um wait, right. and also what you said about the leather jacket because i keep thinking that like i'm always struggling like can i really wear this because it's not really sustainable but i got it years ago there's nothing sustainable about getting rid of your all of your whole exactly. closet like you bought the clothes now yeah. use it like i think yeah. What really has to happen is a shift in mindset mm-hmm. within the consumer, mm-hmm. you know? If you buy something, use it. Exactly. Be proud of that product. Exactly. You know, if you want to wear a dress twice in a rotor party, then do it, you know? Yeah.
1: It's like don't. I think we need to just change the way about what's cool. Yeah, and it's just about being aware of all your actions, too. I used to mindlessly shop mm-hmm. and buy things without even thinking about where they're from, where they were made, where the materials are from. So now, having that mindset, obviously, I shop a lot less, but... You know, if I want something, I'll do my research. I'll try and make sure they're as sustainable as possible. Um, but when it comes down to it, a lot of it is just reusing what you have. Yeah. Finding new purposes and mm-hmm. things and loving absolutely everything you have in your closet. And I know you just recently did, like, a clothing swap, right? I did, yeah. was really so much fun. That was really fun. Um, three of my friend, or two of my friends, we started at my place. We had, like, coffee and breakfast at my place. Went through my closet. They chose things they wanted, which was nothing because... <laughs> <laughs> You know, we were all about, like, consuming less, so we didn't even want to, like, take anything else. Um, And then we had lunch at my friend's place in um, Bushwick, so you're kind of, like, seeing a new area as Mm -hmm. well, which was fun. Went through her closet, and then we ended in Williamsburg at my last friend's place, um, and it was fun we have a big pile of donations that we're gonna each give to a different charity it was great um, got some stuff for ourselves mm-hmm. from each other's closets it was really fun so that's just a tip for like a good girl day or yeah it night. was such a good girl day it yeah. was so much fun just go through each other's closets exactly and pick whatever you want yeah we like. had like music and um, sweet green and coffees and it was really nice amazing Yeah, I'm do that too yeah okay so what is your own best sustainability tip um oh gosh there's so many little ones I mean I bring Tupperware a lot if I'm traveling, just so I can, like, reduce on the plastic. um, I mean, it helps save money. Mm -hmm. It helps me stay healthy and just reduce all the plastic um, bowls and stuff. Um, I have, like, forks and knives in almost all my purses. Thank you. Just in case. (laughs) Yeah, just in case. Get a little hungry. Um, What else? Wait, just to clarify
0: why it's important to bring it around, though.
1: Just because, well, one, as a model, like, I'm always going to the last casting, and um, sometimes I'll not have time to, like, stop for lunch or make my own lunch. So I'll have, instead of, like, um, buying, uh, or sorry, having to use plastic forks, I will just use my own metal fork, because mm-hmm. they just don't get recycled, and it no, goes in didn't. our landfill. So until the plastic takes forever to, um, or just, yeah, it does Did you know that all the plastics ever been produced
0: still exist on the planet? I, that since be. since plastic was first invented, oh my god, how scary is that's, that? Exactly. So like, we see, need to I didn't stop, know that. We, <laughs> need to, we need to stop consuming plastic. That's yeah, just, exactly. That's it. Yeah.
1: So, um, that's definitely a helpful one. You know, same with straws and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't usually use straws.
0: Um, and I think it's that's a really good point. Like, that's a great um tip because I say it all the time too. It's just people don't realize how big of an impact it is to those small tiny adjustments like mm-hmm. just turning down a straw exactly. or a plastic fork like exactly. in the end it makes for a huge
1: difference it totally does and you yep. need to remember that yeah it's kind of like same with like finances and i calculated last year how much i was spending on coffees a day at the time five dollars okay it's a little expensive but you just kind of mindlessly spend money on it um but then when it adds up, you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm spending like twelve hundred dollars a year on coffee or something right. crazy. Like, That's just insane. Yeah, it was it's insane. So it's kind of the similar mm-hmm. similar principle. And we so many people on the planet too. So just calculate oh that by god. what? How many billions? It's like it's so I can't even I know. think about it's it. Scary so. <laughs> go there. Let's not let's
0: not go yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, so share something about yourself that you know you could be better at, like
1: a little secret of some sort. Mm. I would say not caring so much what people think Mm -hmm. I know I said earlier that this industry helped me have a thicker skin which definitely did but I need to be more confident in myself for sure I second guess myself a lot I'll ask my boyfriend friends and mom like what I do before certain situation Mm -hmm. and I need to just learn to take control of my own feelings and my gut um and trust the process yeah (laughs) you know it's it's kind of funny and cheesy but i just need to like no, trust it's, myself more. It's,
0: it's so important to remember yeah and i think also uh i think we both we we met up like a week ago i'd had a terrible weekend for some reason mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like i think it was hormones we both like storming oh, hormones yeah. all the time and i was like it was raining that's me for matcha yeah, yeah. In soho yeah. and we sat oh. and talked and i think we've both been away from our boyfriends or something mm-hmm. and you were like when i'm in that mood it's it's scary but I post a picture on Instagram and just um, the likes I get, it's just making me feel better. Yeah. And that is kinda sad in itself. But it it's is true.
1: It's so scary what social media has done to us. I think it's good I'm aware of it, but if I'm in like a bad mood or I'm not confident in myself or whatever, boom, I'll put up a picture, get a hundred likes or whatever. And it makes me feel better. And that's mm-hmm. so awful. That's and so And those people probably don't even know. Exactly. Yeah. So I need to... I mean, and I have and I know ways I can make myself happy and believe in myself and be more confident and stuff. And that's by surrounding myself with like-minded people and friends and getting outside. Usually, like, when I'm in those instances, we're all... Rely on social media for my happiness. God, that sounds so awful. <laughs> we all there go. You know, but you're inside. It's raining. You've been inside all week. Probably you just need to get out. Do something that makes you happy. Um, and then you'll realize that you don't have to, you know, if right now when we're talking, I haven't thought about checking my Instagram once, mm-hmm. but it, it, in any other circumstance, I would have checked it like 20 times yeah. by now, you know? So Did you know
0: actually that's a drug that's worse than like sugar and cocaine? Oh, I, I'm sure of it. Because nowadays people cannot be without their phone, like it's a it's a drug. Yep, I I try. I'll
1: start the day, be like, Mm -hmm. okay, you can't check your Instagram, and I'll. I'll, I literally have not gone a day without Mm -hmm. checking it. Yeah, and I mean also I think
0: it's very important because uh, what you're saying right now, because you're obviously like you know a professional model, right?
1: That's that does make it a little bit different, I think. No, but I think what I'm trying to
0: say, mm -hmm. of course, share your story too. Mm -hmm, But like, mm -hmm. it's so easy for girls in general, like. To look up to models or actresses, Mm -hmm. or like, oh, if I can just be as beautiful, have the perfect skin, or like, be as skinny and whatever, Mm. I'll be so happy. Mm. And what we forget is like, that's not what gives you happiness. You know, we all going through the same hormones of the month. We all like struggling with approval from our boyfriend or friends or. Knowing, you know, we're all stressing out about our looks, which is sad. Yeah. And like, what are you saying? Like, what really makes you happy? Get out there, go running, do yeah. something, do some kind of activity. Yeah. Because we live in a world where it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people due to social yeah. media. Exactly. And if we always if we always live in comparison to other people, we're never going to be happy because mm-hmm. it's always going to be someone who's like more beautiful mm-hmm. or richer or have a better whatever car or a greater house. Like, yeah. We need to stop looking at the world from that kind of lens. Yeah. Definitely. And find happy here. Now now it's really getting cheesy. No, <laughs> I. it's
1: so true, though. It's so true. You really have to just break it down into simple terms and explain it like that. Because um, you give yourself your own happiness. You know, you can't really rely on other people mm-hmm. for that reason. So it's important to just check it every now and then. And um, try and realize, just refocus and um, remind yourself where you're at, how you got there. Mm -hmm. you're you're your own best self you know yeah okay so
0: since we're about to wrap up Mm -hmm. i want to finish off with my final three okay are you ready for them yeah okay why do you think that change is important oh
1: man i'm laughing because it's so hard for me to be open to change um i just i think i used to be such a flexible person Mm -hmm. before modeling and then once I started and I started getting my... So models usually get their schedule the night before around 6 p.m. for the next day, mm-hmm. which makes planning impossible. I mean, you can tell your friends, sure, I'll come to your birthday, but you I'll have that. to confirm with you the night before. Luckily, most of my friends and my boyfriend, thank God, are super um, accepting of that. But once... So once I started modeling and I had that work, work-life work balance... Um, or work schedule, I guess, um, it made work-life balance quite difficult. And so, anytime I was off duty and not working, I would plan down to the second what I was doing, which made vacations embar. Like it was so hard for me to go on a vacation with my boyfriend. I had all these plans. I had five <laughs> restaurant options for us that night, and I still do this a little bit. I, I had like, don't Oh, secret now. I know. Do it, so. I know. I like. It's so so I'll have these plans, but then if things didn't go according to plan, I would get mad. Mm. Be like, you don't want to eat Mexican tonight, but I booked this Mexican restaurant at seven fifteen p.m. You're not hungry now. We have to be hungry now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm literally crazy. This is insane. But I think it definitely stemmed from having a work schedule that I couldn't control anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've learned from honestly listening to your podcast amongst other things but it's good it's fine to have those plans but just be open to change and our my happiness my me and my boyfriend were so much happier he loves having these plans and he's super thankful that I'm doing that but if I'm like okay we're not hungry now you know what let's just go to a different restaurant later Mm -hmm. on the night goes so much better I know and even with modeling I I um I had a job a couple months ago and I was at work so I wasn't going to get out of work until six or seven p- or no five or six p.m. I had a um, it was noon I had no luggage obviously on me and I got a call that I had a flight that night out from at 7 p.m. so I had no time to go home or anything um, I went to Dwayne Reed, got a bag of granny panties and toothbrush <laughs> and I just went to Miami with nothing on me and normally I think few years when I just started modeling that would have killed me I would have been crying and freaking out I was like oh this is so nice I don't have to worry about baggage fees or anything like that and so carefree and I think that was that came from me being flexible with um, the change that occurred Mm -hmm. that day in my schedule so it's it's good to be open to change good things happen yeah Yeah. because
0: sometimes you can't control it anyways if you're trying to always work against the forces it's just like you say you're gonna be unhappy you'll start a fight yeah i mean i can share similar stories with my boyfriend he's like (laughs) trees why would you plan or you know one free day i'm like well we have to be there three o'clock actually this weekend our shared roommate james he's like damn it arthur you need to be there three o'clock how 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 can you not get that i'm like yeah, we need to leave now so we can go up to the Upper West Side and then be back in Chelsea by 3, 3 p.m. He's, oh she's, he's like, you're driving me crazy, but yep. I still love you. Yep, yep. <laughs> so I know really, exactly where you're coming oh from. Oh, my God.
1: Even this past weekend, like, I booked, like, oh, God, I booked so many restaurants and bars and all this stuff, um, and we only maybe did one of those things cause it didn't align with what mm-hmm. we felt like at that moment but it was fine, it all worked out. Good, so yeah. learning. <laughs> Great, I'm trying. So if you look at it from like a bigger picture, yeah. um, why do you think change in general is so hard for people and what is some advice you wish to give? Mm. I think um, we're just humans of habit, you know, we don't like to uh, break routines, why would we do something that puts us out of our comfort zone if it might not work out or if it won't be as good as when we started, you know? I think, um, personality-wise, um, or no, let me go back a bit. I think it's difficult to grow if you're not open to change and putting yourself, Mm -hmm. um, in your, putting yourself outside your comfort zone. Um, my boyfriend always tells me if I'm comfortable, I'm not moving forward. So I always am trying to put myself in that, um, in the next situation that'll hopefully get me bigger, better things. Um, and I have to be open to if working or not, you Mm -hmm. know, but personality wise, I don't think I would ever evolve if I didn't change. You have to be, um, I mean, I don't want to say flexible again, but just how can, how else can I say it? Um, Hmm. You just have to be open to breaking your routine mm-hmm. and knowing that something bigger and better could come from it and, and being maybe, okay if nothing doesn't. And maybe
0: sometimes being okay with taking that a comfortable conversation. Or, yeah, you know.
1: it's it's so important. Like I said, you're just going to remain static if, mm-hmm. if you do. Mm-hmm. And some people like that. They like being comfortable, knowing what's going to come, um, whether it be for a job. You know, they like their job. They don't want to ask for a promotion mm-hmm. so you might never get it but they won't learn until they try or exactly. they ask for it so just go out there and be hungry yes always be hungry because mm-hmm. there's so many other people that are going to be hungrier and if you just wait for it it's never going to mm-hmm. come to you true so um my final third question yeah
0: and this is about my own word, which is retruthing. Yeah, that I made up, mm-hmm. and basically, Love it. thank you. Uh, it means it's being open to new ways of thinking and acting and being, so that we can find ourselves moving into more loving, sustainable, and compassionate futures. Mm-hmm. Like just retruthing how we think about life in mm-hmm. all aspects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very broad, but if you were yeah. to retruth one thing right now,
1: what would that be? Um, I think it kind of stems off the last question a bit basically just to trust your instincts, trust your process, know where you're at in life. It's because it's it's all from what you've done, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, if you have a positive outlook and you're open to change and you love yourself endlessly, um, you can live up to your utmost potential that way. So to trust your instincts and trust yourself and only rely on yourself. So like just to... Um I so I get it. That. Yeah,
0: no, no. So it, well, if we were true the one thing we are thing is that you should always be rational. But sometimes maybe trusting your inner guidance,
1: is like want to take you or yes, I think just hmm, it's it's hard to word into a specific. I guess just to rely and love yourself. Rely on yourself and love yourself, mm-hmm. and you can be. You know, instead of relying on your friends to make you happy or your boyfriend to make you happy, you have the power to do that. And if you're trusting yourself and your instincts in the process, you can get bigger, better things. And you will, yeah. You will attract the people.
0: Who yeah, are exactly. To be in your life. I think exactly. Important like like I don't want to say
1: like only trust yourself and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it also totally depends on the people you surround yourself with. I guess just don't rely on others to get you things. Mm-hmm. Look at where you've you've come. You know, I've come to New York. It was always a goal of mine to come to New York. I did that for myself. You know, and mm-hmm. I I trusted myself. I put myself out there, and ultimately, it was um, trusting myself and believing in myself that got me here. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, um, Brett. Thank you so much. Thank you. This, this is so my first podcast. <laughs> exciting! Thank you so much. It's
0: always the first of something, right? Yeah. Um. So just to finish off, mm-hmm. if you can make anything happen within the next five weeks, and I mean anything, mm-hmm. like just say like you have the world at your fingertips, like yep. whatever you you know wish for right now, that will happen. Um, what would it be?
1: I would say if it was up to me just doing my own line for odm odc oh. well, a line of sustainable basics i've been working on it for almost a year so i'd like to get that rolling in get it going so wait for it it's coming yeah, yeah it's it's coming <laughs> um so yeah just getting that out there getting that Ball rolling. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Once I get started, though, I think I can do it. Oh yeah, you learn along the way. Yeah. That's what you do. And you'll have to wear it. I will out. wear it. I'm wearing your <laughs> water bottle everywhere I go. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You-. We did the water. That was good. That was mm-hmm. a good start. But I, I want, I want more.
0: <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's just, it's a journey. Yeah, you know? exactly. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um. So before we, you know say goodbye where can we find me find you where can we...
1: um well my instagram is social media mm-hmm. or um social media it's brit bergmeister b-r-i-t-t-b-e-r-g-m-e-i-s-t-e-r and then odm odc is um my other one at odm odc um and for my website if you want to look into it a little bit more it's www.odmodc.com great all yeah. right thank you thank you Bye. bye
0: Thanks for tuning in, and if you have any questions or ideas for this pod, please send me an email to annatherese at rolemodelsmanagement.com. That's rolemodelsmgmt.com. And if you or anyone in your surroundings want to be a role model, please check out our submissions page at .at www.rolemodelsmgmt.com. And then, last but not least, please find a minute to head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you again soon.